At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. This is Greg Peterson Experience right here on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network, and we've got an absolutely tremendous show. I always get fired up whenever we got big college basketball cards, and typically when it comes to Thursdays in conference play, it's all about steak. I am not necessarily much of a sizzle guy, but I do like me some steak, and we've got a whole heck of a lot of that with a bunch of mid-majors in action on Thursday, so we're going to be previewing those games all throughout the show. We're going to be taking a look at what we're going to be able to expect out of the college football national title game on Monday. We're taking a look at this week's NFL card. Still obviously very murky with everything that we saw on Monday Night Football. Fortunately, things seem to be getting a little bit better for our good friend, Mr. Hamlin. So hopefully we can continue to get good news on that front. But that said, it seems like things are starting to stabilize just a little bit, but Obviously, a very fluid situation there. We're going to be taking a look at that. We're going to be taking a look at some NBA as well as we've got some great guests joining me. In 15 minutes, we're going to be joined by Tom Casale, who does terrific work over there at Action Network. And likewise for Mark Drummeller over there at Yahoo Sports. Taking a look at this week's NFL card. Taking a look at the title game in college football. And Tom, much like myself, he does love some college basketball. So we're also going to be taking a look at some college basketball games with him here in our number one. Our number two, Anthony DeBundo, who does great work over at Action Network. He's going to be joining me. He does a little bit of everything. He does some NFL. He does some college football. He does college basketball, and he does EPL. We're going to be hitting all the bases with him in our number two. And then in our number three, Scott Rachel does tremendous work over there at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Talking a lot of NBA with him. That's one of his main fortes, along with what he's taking a look at in terms of the college football national title game as well. So, we're locked, loaded, ready for bear with three hours coming up. And obviously when it comes to sports betting, we have some games in which we're able to put in sort of the sector of trends. We're able to put into the sector of system plays. Like I know that Josh Applebaum here at the network does a terrific job with a lot of these, but the question becomes, when do you want to fade some of these systems as well? Because as we know, no system is foolproof. You can have the world's greatest and just most lockdown system in the world. Nothing is ever going to hit 100%. At the same time, fading a system, sometimes it can be a little bit daring as well. This is a question that I face myself with regards to the Wednesday college basketball betting board. 
had a little bit of a tough one on Tuesday, and I was thinking, you know what, we're handicapping these games, and it feels like I'm sort of going up a taco, to use a baseball term, in terms of a lot of these systems, and I think a lot of you guys noticed this as well. It worked in a lot of cases. Now, you saw quite a few home underdogs be able to rise up, and I took my fair share of them on Wednesday. We saw teams like the Georgia Bulldogs being able to get the job done against Auburn. We saw Providence. They just continue to roll. This is a bunch that every single year you'll see, like, Ken Pomeroy and all these metrics guys being like, oh, Providence is lucky and everything like that. Well, you know how you're able to get this luck and you notice I use the air quotes for those of you guys watching on visa.com if you're listening via radio you did not see it but there were air quotes there but the reason why you are able to is typically it's a really really well coached team that you know what they know how to claw these games out late and Providence I certainly would put them in that category they were able to have a very very solid win and then you got yourself the good old trend that we always see in college football and college basketball You've got the ranked road team going up against the unranked home team. Guess who the favorite is? The ranked home team. Or the unranked home team, I should say. And typically, it's a spot where I myself just not even trying to factor in systems or anything like that. Typically, I'll land on that unranked home team because typically, you'll find that a number will be opening up very, very moderately. And then it'll get steamed just a little bit. But... This was one of those nights where I was like, yeah, this unranked home team, I don't necessarily like them. And I'm, of course, talking about the Oklahoma versus Iowa State game. Iowa State, when I came on the show yesterday, they were a four-point underdog. They closed at three and a half in most spots. I think that there might have been one or two straight fours out there, but in the most, most places, you're finding it at three and a half. Guess who got the job done? Iowa State, as they were able to get a win by a count of 63 to 60 and. I think that it is very important to be uh, keeping in mind a lot of these system plays, a lot of these things in general that they typically work out for you. But I think that it's also very important to not ever have them be an end-all be-all. I think we're finding out very, very quickly in this this just sports landscape in general that you never know what is going to be happening and every situation is its own living, breathing entity. And I think that that gets lost on a lot of people. Certainly, there's angles that are more profitable than not. I know that there are a lot of people that they take a look at betting splits, and that's one of the big things that this network does. We've always got our Visa and betting splits, and I know that they're a tremendous resource for many. I'm not much of a betting splits guy personally. I'm a believer that I stick with my handicap. What I take a look at, I want to be holding try and true on. Now, if I do use it for anything, it's trying to take a look all right. It feels like 75% of the bed, 75% of the money is here. I'm looking to fade that. If I wait a little bit longer instead of catching like four and a half with this underdog, you know what? It might get to five to five and a half. And I do think that that is something that is very valuable to use as well because you aren't betting teams. You're betting numbers at every single team. No matter how good, how bad, indifferent they are, they all have a buy point. They all have a sell point. It's very, very important to be keeping that in mind. But this was one of those times where I was like, you know what? Typically, I land on the unranked home team. But this time, I've got to deviate a little bit from it. was able to get the job done. And I think that that's always important to keep in mind as well. When it comes to just college basketball right now, you're going to be finding quite a few of these situations. And you're going to be noticing some trends that come about. Like the trend that has really been prevalent in college basketball here this year where there's absolute craziness. There are zero undefeated teams in college basketball. Since Indiana went undefeated during the 1976-77 season, this is the second earliest that we had every single undefeated team get knocked out and everyone had at least one loss. You may actually recall the last time it happened. It was the 2017-18 season. As a matter of fact, no team made it to New Year's that year undefeated. So that was a crazy year that year you saw Villanova knock off Michigan in the national title game and that was the year that loyal Chicago as an 11 seed was able to make it to the final four so that was a year that did involve quite a bit of craziness in terms of the NCAA tournament and I could see that happening once again this year and let's call it what it is we've been seeing quite a bit of craziness in the NCAA tournament in recent years as well but what has been really one of the main things that we've noticed with just this insane college basketball year the home underdogs have been able to rise up. 
And I think that is worth continuing to mention over and over and over. Because if you take a look at any split, they are all profitable. Like, let's take a look at the last 30 days for these home underdogs. They have been able to go 153, 126, and 1 against the spread. That is a 54.8% hit rate. If you look at the last seven days in college basketball, 54.6% hit rate. 59 and 49 against the spread are these home underdogs. And if you take a look at the entire season to date, 341, 277, and 7 against the spread. That is 55.2%. And if you take a look at road underdogs, relatively 50-50. It's 878, 870, and 34. So if you're betting on an underdog on the road, I mean, it's about as close as it's able to get there. But I always do think that there is quite a bit of value there because you always do want to be keeping that mindset as well, knowing that there's a lot of people out there that they're going to be rooting for these big giant favorites. They're going to be rooting for a whole big giant, a whole big giant bushel of points as well, which is why you always find a little bit more value on unders. And for those of you guys who are wondering how the unders have been doing in college basketball this year, about as 50-50 as it gets. I mean, it is 1,198 unders to 1,184 overs as I take a look right now. That is 50.3%. So these bookmakers are doing a relatively solid job. Obviously, overtime is a big crux of this as in overtime, we've seen north of 85% of those games go under. If you take a look at that overtime game, it's more like 52.2, 52.3%, depending upon how you round to the under. So they've been doing their job and they've been doing it very, very well. But I do think that it's all so fascinating to take a look at. And I mean, you just notice with a lot of these teams, the perspective that you had on them, just like 72, 96 hours ago, it could change very dramatically because I just mentioned one of those teams that was able to pull off an upset as a home underdog. And that would be Providence. They take down a UConn team that personally, I thought that they were the most round, well-rounded team in college basketball just 48 hours ago. Not that I think that UConn all of a sudden is no longer a top 10 team or anything like that, but that's always your opinion of them. Purdue might be in that same boat because they are going to be playing on Thursday. As a matter of fact, as you take a look at the line, they're going to be playing against the Ohio State University. They're between a one and a two-point underdog, depending upon where you're shopping. You're like, where I sit here at Circus 2, DraftKings has a one. You've got a lot of one and a halves out there as well. So clearly there's difference in the market there different players that are at different books so you're going to get different kinds of action as well so that's why you always want to be having as many apps available to you to be able to try to extract the number that you'd like like if you like ohio state you want to be laying one if you like purdue you want to be getting two and or just a little bit of a better money line price when that becomes available in the am but it's so fascinating to take a look at and this year in college basketball i think that it's going to be one of the craziest that we've ever seen because we have been spoiled in recent years with having those clear top teams like Gonzaga a few years ago, Duke with Zion Williamson and company. I mean, forget having a dominant team. I mean, let's try to find who should be in the top five at this point because there is not a lot of teams where you're like, yep, this team is certainly in the top five. I feel like we're able to make that opinion about Houston right now. And Kansas is starting to grow on me with their nice win on the road against Texas Tech. But man, it is a murky landscape, but we're going to be talking about it all throughout as we've got nearly 80 games on the college basketball betting board for this Thursday. And what we've also got on tap, lots of football for this upcoming week. And we're going to be talking about it next with our good friends, Mark Drumheller of Yahoo Sports, along with Tom Casale of Action Network here on the Great Peterson Experience. I'm Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and the bets are moving on every single game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so you can see all the changes in the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match up with the public opinion. You're able to check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way that vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every single game now at vsin.com. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience at vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Great to be joined by our two guests as we've got Mark Drummiller, who does great work at Yahoo Sports, and likewise for Tom Casali over at Action Network. Gentlemen, it is great to have you aboard. And, well, it's coming to the end of the college football season, but it is going to be a good conclusion. Before we get the big one on Monday, we are going to be having a game on Sunday as well, and this is going to be between North Dakota State and South Dakota State. Right now with South Dakota State, we're seeing them as a five-point favorite. Typically, you see North Dakota State as a favorite in this game. And I'll throw this to you, Mark, first. For one, have you done anything with this game? And two, what would you encourage people at? Let's call it what it is. Most people are not really handicapping a lot of FCS. And the way that I always look at things like this is, if you haven't been handicapping the FCS all year long, don't jump in just because it's a big game. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, this one could be, you know, a little tough on the general public if they're just trying to dive in now because North Dakota State has just been so dominant. Like, they're the dynasty in the FCS. You know, I did cover the FCS a lot during the year where they played in the spring. Um, Lots of fun teams. But, you know, it's very difficult at this point hopping in at this spot in the season. South Dakota State has been up and coming one of the top um, you know, teams in that division in the FCS. So they are the rightful favorite here. Um, it's just, it's hard, you know, laying points to a team that just has been there so many times as North Dakota State. So it's really a tough game to get involved in. Going to be fun to me. I'm going to probably sit back and watch it as a fan. Might dig in a little bit on game day, but, you know, don't see much value there. Uh, North Dakota State has a ton of injuries. And like I said, South Dakota State, very, very good, big up upcoming program, um, you know, in the FCS. Absolutely. And I actually went to college at UW Oshkosh. At UW Oshkosh, G3 University, we got one crack at a D1 FBS slash FCS school. That's actually South Dakota State. So I actually have a little bit of backhand knowledge of them. I faded them when they played against UW Oshkosh. I was getting 44 and a half points. They only put up 38 points. So it was never in doubt. So. I forever have a little bit of affinity to the South Dakota State, but yeah, when it comes to these games, just because the game is big doesn't mean that you need to fire in on it. If you've been taking a look at FCS all season long, you've got an advantage. Absolutely do fire in on it. Make sure that you take advantage when you see a weakness in the line. If you haven't been following FCS all year long, this is not the time to become an FCS handicapper for one game. So I think that that is the motto of the story there. Meanwhile, I think that we've got more listeners and viewers that have been taking a look at the normal FBS college football all season long. And right now we've got ourselves a 12 to 13 point line, depending upon where you shot 
in Georgia versus TCU. This is a total that has moved around a little bit as well, down from the opener of 64 down to 63 to 63 and a half, depending upon the shop. And Tom, first things first, want to just dive into your general thoughts here because we are going to be seeing the menu expanded for this game. We always find it when it comes to title games of really any sport. But what have you all done in terms of this Georgia versus TCU game? Yeah, you know, last week when we were on here, I mentioned I took Ohio State plus the seven. I thought the Buckeyes were the only team that could beat Georgia. Uh, they recruit like Georgia. They have a, a, a pro kind of offense with guys who are going to be playing in the NFL. So I thought Georgia kind of got an unlucky break getting Ohio State first. Now, they were trailing the whole game. They found a way to win. I don't think TCU is going to win this football game. I also think that bookmakers, and you're out there, Greg, you can correct me if I'm wrong, are begging for TCU money. Uh, when this line opened, I was like, geez, 13 and a half. Uh, I just feel like they want that TCU money. I think Georgia got their scare. I don't know if I'm going to lay 12 and a half in this game, though. Um, you know, I kind of been betting against TCU a lot, a lot this year, so, uh, and unsuccessfully, by the way. I, I had Michigan, but the one bet I did make so far, I like Stetson Bennett uh, plus one twenty-five anytime touchdown. He's scored in eight games this year. I, I think he's going to do some things with his legs in this game. There's also nine and a half on the rushing total if you like that. So, I think a big game from Stetson Bennett. Yeah, I do not blame you there with Sets and Bennett. He looked very impressive in the final four games, so he was able to rise up on that front. And I will pose this to you, Mark. For one, we'll take a look at the general game, and then we'll go a little bit further. But have you done anything in terms of the side and the total in this game? Not yet. Um, it's a fascinating game, and I think I'm still kind of waiting to see, you know, what Miller status is going to be for TCU, what Washington, Washington, Darnell Washington seems like he's a go for Georgia. Two big important pieces for each team, especially, you know, TCU, um, you know, Miller, very good at pass protection, which he's going to need against this Georgia defense, right? That's going to be the key is, you know, can TCU, you know, score like they scored against Michigan against Georgia? Probably not. Um, I think it's interesting. I, you know, initially when this line came out, I think me, like everybody else kind of thought, wow, TCU, that's a lot of points maybe gravitate that way but I do think that Georgia definitely has a definitive path to victory here and that's through running the ball and, and you know they let the game get away from early against Ohio State and they can't do that again because you know the one thing we did learn about TCU again in Michigan they can score against good defenses and they force turnovers right they were able to get three turnovers against Michigan that's been the Achilles heel for Georgia Georgia you know had a did not it was the only team in the playoff field without a positive turnover margin uh, you know, and, you know, they turn the ball over against Ohio State. They're a minus one in the turnover margin in that game. So I think that's going to be a key, too. But I think Miller's just a really important piece for TCU. Um, but like I said, if this thing keeps, you know, if it comes down a little bit, if we get to like, you know, 11 and a half, 11, maybe I'll definitely fire on Georgia. But if it stays around this area or maybe, you know, goes a little higher and starts moving towards TCU, um, I, you know, I, I think they might be a play if Miller's healthy. I think it's going to be really dependent on how Georgia approaches this game and how they start this game early. Um, I really think the running game is going to be paramount for them against this TCU defense because I do think that they can bully them in a way that Michigan wasn't able to. And no question about it, TCU growing on a lot of people that they want to see the upset as well. So that's a little bit of an angle to take a look at as well. And with this game, I mentioned it, the menu is expanded typically and most college football games, you aren't going to be able to get a lot of passing props. You aren't going to get a lot of general props. The Super Bowl is no doubt going to be much bigger than what we're going to be seeing in terms of the college football national title game. But this is a nice little warm-up. This is treated a little bit more like your normal football game, whereas typically with college football games, when you've got 60-plus on a weekend, you're not able to get as many of these props. So I'll pose this to you, Mark. Is is there any sort of props that you're taking a look at? Because I know that you mentioned that you think that Stetson Bennett is going to have a big game. Is that going to lead you to perhaps playing a couple of player props? I think that, you know, when you look at Georgia from that side, you know, Tom mentioned Stetson Bennett, and I think that's a good look. But, you know, for me specifically, like, I look at, like, the team total as kind of a way to get off laying the big number. If I'm going to 
you know, roll with Georgia and it stays up around 13, 14 points as we get closer to kickoff. Uh, you know, I might just play the, the Georgia team total over. You know, if you look at Georgia in some of the big games this season, 49 against Oregon, right? You know, 50 against LSU and then 42 against a very good Ohio State defense. So I think if Georgia has their way in this game, you know, 13, 14 points is a lot. And TCU has been a stingy team that kind of hangs around and performs over market expectation. If you're going to bet Georgia and you want to look at kind of, you know, something outside of laying that big number, the team total might be a spot. Absolutely. And then I will pose this to you, Mark, because I know that you were talking about sets and betting quite a bit. And I know that now we're able to fire in on sort of his passing touchdowns, passing yards, what have you, in terms of the player pop market. Is this something that you're going to take a look at or because it's typically not offered during the regular season, you just stay off of it? No, I, I wish more college player props were available because I'm a big college football better. So uh, that's a market I'm hoping expands in the in the coming seasons. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, I, I do like some Stetson Bennett props in here. Uh, the, the one thing that I think is going to be interesting in this game is Michigan was forced to blitz a lot against TCU because they were always coming uphill in the game. And, and they got burned a lot on those one-on-one -on -one coverages with the blitz. I don't think Georgia is going to have to blitz in this game. I think they're going to try to get there with their front four and then drop back in coverage. You know, I... I I, I kind of like the under a little bit. It, it's hard to say after the two games we watched last weekend. Well, I don't know if this is going to be as fast paced because Georgia is going to play a different style of defense. And again, TCU's offense is good. They don't have a top two NFL quarterback. Uh, they don't have a, you know, they don't have Harrison at receiver. It, it, Ohio State is more dangerous offensively to me than than, LA, than uh, TCU. So I could see this game falling under the total here. Yep, and I know that there's going to be a lot of recency bias after what we saw in the college football Final Four as well. So I think that that's a good call there. And something that is going to be a little bit of a murky call is what to do with the NFL this week, week 18 going to be here before we know it and we're going to be talking about it with Mark Drummeller along with Tom Casali next here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Greg Peterson Experience is presented by Zimmy Pouches, which is the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or they don't provide the satisfaction that you are looking for. But Zen Nicotine Pouches, they might surprise you because Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store that is nearest you at Zen.com. That is ZYN.com today. And Warning that this is a product that contains nicotine and nicotine. It is an addictive chemical. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network, we're joined now by Tom Casali over at Action Network and Mark Drummiller of Yahoo Sports. And gentlemen, before we dive in, I just want to ask you guys if you approach this Week 18 a little bit differently, just given everything that was going on. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I was questioning whether or not we were actually going to be getting the games on Saturday or Sunday or if things were going to be moved around just a little bit given the ordeal. Fortunately, it feels like we're getting good news on the Hamlin front, and that is what every single one of us absolutely wants. The games are a little bit secondary because his health is absolutely number one, but feels like we're getting good news, so that is a good sign. But, Mark, just given everything that has happened, is your handicap change a little bit for this week, given the circumstances? Yeah, I think the process is just going to be different whenever you see such a tragic event like that happen. And, you know, like I didn't, you know, when the week early starts, you usually have your cadence, you know, you dig in an early week, you fire off on some openers and all that kind of just went to the wayside, right? Like everybody was just worried about, you know, the player and his health moving forward and, and, you know, just waiting for updates and, you know, but, you know, now that we're getting closer towards the end of the week, um, you know, I, I have started my handicap trying to figure out what to expect with week 18, a lot of different news, a lot of quarterbacks, you know, uh, sitting like Justin Fields and, you know, some teams are looking to the future like Washington playing Sam Howe. So there's a lot of different spots, um, you know, that you can target this week, but it is, it is tough. I mean, you know, outside of, 
you know, the the event that occurred, you know, with the Bills Bengals, just really tough um, week in general to handicap with so many teams have so much variance in their motivation in general. Yep, no question about it. Week 18 in general is always a tough week to handicap. What used to be week 17 a few weeks ago or a few years ago, just that last week of the NFL season. And I'll pose the same question to you, Tom. Has your just way that you're taking a look at these games is a little bit different this week from past weeks? Because I can tell you right now, it took me a little bit of time to be able to get into the card. I'm going to start firing off within the next 24 or so hours, but I just wanted to take a step back see if there was going to be any adjustments made to the schedule or anything like that, because I mean, this is just a completely unprecedented situation. And I mean, I didn't know what was going on. And I think that that was the correct answer because nobody knows because there's no playbook for something that happens like this. Yeah. And I don't go too hard in week 18 anyways, but in my gambling process, I had to adjust because just by chance, the two teams I liked the most this week were Buffalo and Cincinnati. I thought Cincinnati was going to blow out uh, Baltimore, and I thought Buffalo was going to pace New England. But obviously now I'm going to be off those teams. There's just too many variables going on off the field for me to be laying a touchdown with them. So, yeah, I agree with both of you. Um, I I started getting into the stuff last night, kind of looking more at the numbers. uh, And, and, you know, I think – I think these guys are professionals. So outside of the two teams I mentioned, like when Seattle has to play, those guys those guys can turn on a kind of switch that most of us don't have. That's why they're professional athletes. But I do think a lot of them were sitting back, waiting, kind of seeing what's going to happen here, not, not being sure, especially those teams that play on Saturday. So there was a lot of outside variables this week that we normally don't see that I think we have to take into account. Yep, absolutely. And how these teams are going to be responding, I'm very curious on as well because – Well, no doubt about it. The two most affected teams were the teams that were playing on Monday Night Football. Got to have a feeling if you're a random player on, say, the Detroit Lions, uh, Tennessee Titans, what have you, you see that, and that has an impact on you, just like it did for all of us that were watching that game as well. So that is something that we certainly should be mindful of. But I know you, Mark, you're taking a look at my home state Green Bay Packers as they're going to be taking on the Detroit Lions and the Lions currently a four and a half point underdog total on this game is anywhere between 49 and 49 and a half. We've seen the Packers get on a roll four straight wins, but the Lions, other than that loss against the Carolina Panthers, they have not lost since, since that Thanksgiving game against the Buffalo Bills. They've been able to do a rock solid job themselves over the last month and a half. Where do you stand on this game? Because I do ultimately like the Packers, but I think North of a field goal is starting to get a little bit too lofty. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, I think it's hard to imagine the Lions going into Lambeau Field and winning this game. But, you know, I just think four and a half points is a lot to lay here, Um, especially when you have a Green Bay defense that's really susceptible to the run. I mean, they're, you know, they've tightened up a little bit lately, but still 31 in rush DVOA, um, you know, in the NFL. And it's just I think that that's an area that Detroit can attack. If you look at Detroit, you know, everyone's going to talk about, you know, golf and cold weather and, you know, his his splits on the road and all that stuff's true. Six touchdowns on the road, uh, 23 at home. Right. There's a massive difference. But, you know, if you're Dan Campbell, you know, how do you how do you reduce that? You know, you, you do it by running the football and there's a weakness there with green Bay. So if, if that's their plan of attack, you know, if they go in there and they want to be physical and they want to use their offensive line to, to really, you know, let the Packers know that, Hey, we're here to play. We're going to win this football game. Um, and they can win in the trenches. Then I think that kind of leads to a lower scoring game, which makes the points more valuable. It just seems like to me, like this is going to be a game that's going to be decided on the last possession with a field goal. Um, I don't think Dan Campbell and Alliance have come all this way to get blown out in Lambeau field. So I think we're in for a close game and that's going to be the case. I, I'm going to take the underdog with the points. Yep, and there's a possibility that the Detroit Lions might be playing for nothing. And if there's a coach that could get his team fired up in a situation where they're playing for nothing, it's probably Dan Campbell who talks about biting off kneecaps and everything like that. So I trusted him there. And I know you, Tom, said that the two teams that you liked the most prior to everything that happened on Monday Night Football were the Bills and the Bengals. I'm not even going to ask you how you try to handicap those because I don't think anyone has an answer for that right now because, well, yeah, that's just... I mean, the word unprecedented is the only word that I can use for that. But do you have any sort of an opinion in terms of this Packers versus Lions game? Well, I have an opinion on a game that could impact Mark's bet. 
All right. A lot of times this finals, the final week, we see, you know, we always say, well, this team's playing for something and this team's playing for nothing. It doesn't always work out that way, though, because the team playing for something has a lot of pressure on them. I kind of like the Rams a little bit, getting the six and a half against Seattle. If that game's close at halftime, you know, the Seahawks have all the pressure on them. And I'll say this. I had the Jets last week against Seattle. Mike White's not right. He is still injured, in my opinion. I talked to some other people who said the same thing. They pointed out some throws that he he had every, put everything he could in it, and they still didn't go anywhere. Um, so I think they they placed they they uh, played an injured quarterback last week. I think that game is going to be close. Um, and I kind of hope, just for entertainment value, that the Rams win, so we can see that Lions. Packers game, but I kind of agree with everything you said. You know, listen, I think if you polled the NFC teams and asked who they want in the playoffs, I don't think many would say the Lions. They're playing well, and Jared Goff is playing sensational. I think the Lions could win that game outright. So four and a half, I'm with Mark on that. Give me the Lions. Yep, this is going to be such a fascinating game, and then a game that we know that it's going to be the winner for sure going to the playoffs. You could see both teams go to the playoffs. That would be a very, very, very slim possibility because the Jaguars technically are alive for that 7C, but they need everything to break right for them. But it is the Jaguars and the Titans. This is going to be a big one on Saturday with the Jaguars currently a six-point favorite. Mark, how do you view this game? Because with the Jags, they certainly have been ascending while the Titans have been declining. I actually liked what I saw at Joshua Dobbs a little bit. I don't know if I'm going to be able to bring myself to take the six with the Titans, but whereas it would have been absolutely no play whatsoever on the Titans with Malik Willis, now I have to think about it a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm from Philadelphia, Eagles fan. I love Doug Peterson, but six points is a lot to lay here, man. Uh, you know, Mike Vrabel, playoff atmosphere, you know, win and get in. Uh, and you look at the Titans, they get Derrick Henry back. They get Autry back up front. They get Simmons back up front. Probably going to get Fulton back in the secondary, right? So all those players that were out against Dallas that made them, you know, look so bad, even a game where they kind of hung in that game, they get all those guys back. They're getting healthy. It's just the right time. Um, I, I, listen, I think Jacksonville will win the game, but this is another game that I think is going to be very close. I think six points is just way too much for a young, inexperienced uh, Jacksonville team to lay. Uh, you know, I think Peterson will have them ready. Um, I think they're the better team and they should win the game, but I just can't lay this kind of number here with a team this experienced. So I'm going to go with Vrabel and the points. You know, he's cashed in for me before, so I'm going to go back to the well. Yep, and the one thing that the Jaguars have, the best last name coach in the NFL, though he spells it the wrong way. But with that said, I do agree with you here. It's a case in which if it were Malik Willis, I'd be much more willing to lay the points with the Jags. At this point, I think I'm going to have some trepidation, but I never have trepidation bringing you on, Mark. You do absolutely amazing work with the Out of Sports. Always do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And we're going to be having Tom Casale, who does amazing work over at Action Network. He's going to be rejoining me next as we're going to be breaking down what is a rambunctious Thursday college basketball slate. Taking a look at a big game out in Conference USA next here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Winter sports are in full swing, and BetRivers Online Sportsbook is your home for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, BetRivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and so much more as it is a whole new game. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network, being rejoined by Tom Caselli. Does great work over at Action Network, and Tom I love Thursdays in college basketball because you don't get a lot of the flashy teams. You're not going to be finding a lot of teams from the power conferences, but you're going to be finding a lot of teams from like the Sun Belt, Conference USA, the Southland, just a whole lot of stake. I am a fan of stake, and I am a fan of this game. How about UAB versus Florida Atlantic? We've seen a little bit of a move from the opener. This opened up at four. Now we're seeing it between three and three and a half. The move is a little bit concerning in my opinion, but I still think that there's a little bit of value on UAB catching between three, three and a half, depending upon where you look. I think that this is good up to two. I'm not sure what your take is on this game, but with the UAB and Florida Atlantic, these two are some of the best mid-majors in all of college basketball. And I think getting north of three with UAB, certainly a good predicament to be in. Yeah, and I think you hit it on the head, Greg. This is a dead-even game to me. Uh, You look at it matchup-wise, everything about it says even. And when I saw the four, I said, I got to take it. You know, over a possession in this game, I think it's valuable. I I think I'd play it down to three, like you said. I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be fast-paced. You know, UAB likes to get out and run. Uh, Florida Atlantic likes to shoot a lot of threes. I think UAB's perimeter defense could cause them some issues. But, yeah, I mean, this is a game. This was purely a number game for me. If if it opened up Florida Atlantic minus one or minus two, I probably don't play it. But over a possession in a close game. And, you know, remember – The old Ric Flair thing, if you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. Florida Atlantic's off to a good start. UAB been the man there, so we'll see how they do at home against uh, a talented and experienced Blazers team. Oh, absolutely. I I am always a fan of a Ric Flair mentality sort of (laughs) look there, and I do think that this is going to be a very interesting game that we are going to be seeing. And then I know another game that you're going to be taking a look at as well is this Vermont game as we've got Vermont versus Bryant with Vermont being right around about a three to a three and a half point favorite, depending upon where you look. And this one to me is so fascinating as well, because this is an America East set. It used to be just completely Vermont. UMBC was typically that number two team, depending upon the year. Sometimes you'd see like Albany be able to rise up of Vermont. They have run this conference. Bryant, they're coming off of making their first ever NCAA tournament, but this is their first year out in the America East. How do you view this game? Because it's a battle of tempos. Vermont, one of the slowest teams at all of college basketball. Bryant, one of the fastest teams at all of college basketball. We're also seeing that with a total hovering right around about 149 or so. Yeah, and I like Vermont here. The If you look at Vermont, I think they're better than their record. They had a really hard early season schedule, start to the season. You know, USC, St. Mary's, you know, Iona, a good UNC Wilmington team, a good Yale team. Uh, so they really had a, a lot of good, good competition early on. And I still think they're the class of this league. You saw them pound UMBC on the road on Sunday. So, to me, Bryant's one of those teams good against, you know, teams they can beat up on. But when they play the tougher teams, we've seen them. They've gotten blown out a lot. 
three and a whole three and a half at home for Vermont. I just think that number is a little short. I think Vermont slows them down, frustrates them, get, gets them out of that run and gun style, uh, and wins this game. I think by double digits. And I think what really rings true in this game as well, because I'm willing to lay up to three personally myself with Vermont, but I take a look at this game and in the return match where it's like Bryant versus Vermont, if Bryant is that team that's laying three points, I'd be willing to lay it with them as well. I think that especially with a, I mean, let's call it what it is. Vermont not necessarily out there in a populace of like 2 million people or anything like that in the city. I think that going to more of these remote locations, I think that that adds a little bit in terms of the home court advantage, yep. especially when you have to drive quite a bit, slash fly quite a bit. I'm not sure how you view home court, but I don't think that you can award just a boilerplate three, and I awarded a little bit more than three points of Vermont in this circumstance. Yeah, and you make a good point because Vermont has actually only played two home games this year. Uh, very early on, the first game of the season against Brown, and then a game against Toledo, which they lost, but Toledo's better than them. They're, they're more athletic. So this is only the third game that um, all Vermont's games have been neutral, away. So, again, I think playing at home, like you said, and that's why I like betting these smaller conferences, Greg. The, the home court, you know, like you go to the big sky, you know, you go to Montana, Montana State, those places are tough to play. And sometimes you're getting value on the number. And that's what I see here with the Catamounts. I still remember it from that 2019-20 season. That was the year where just those Big Ten teams were so dominant. I took a look through the numbers and I noticed that there was one conference that you saw better results for the home team rather than the Big Ten. That was the Summit League because in the Summit League, You've got so much spread out locations. Oh, you go yeah. to the Quad Cities for Western Illinois. You go <laughs> to the Dakota schools, and then you're going to Denver, and I am right there with you. I think that that is so important to take a look at. So a tremendous point there, and this one I think is just such an interesting game because we saw UConn, a team that they were on top of college basketball about 96 or so hours ago. They now lose back-to-back -back games, and Purdue is in danger of being in the same circumstance. They're going to be playing on the road against the Ohio State University. Ohio State opened up a one-and-a-half-point favorite, and now it's all dependent upon where you shop. Right now, DraftKings, I'm seeing Ohio State being a one-point favorite, where I sit here at Circa, we see Ohio State as a two-point favorite. Where do you stand on this game? Because I do think that with that loss against Rutgers, I don't think it was just a one-off for Purdue. I think that they got exposed a little bit with a very young backcourt, and this is an Ohio State team that they leave a little bit of something to be desired on defense, but I love the way that they've been able to bomb it from three. Yeah, I like Ohio State at home at this short number. One of the things I try not to do, Greg, is get too attached or down on teams in those early tournaments. You, you, uh, you know, remember last year, Auburn was uh, dominating early in the season. They lost in the second round of the tournament. So I, I always thought Purdue was a little overvalued. You know, UConn, you mentioned, I think UConn's a good team. They, they just running into some competition now in the Big East. Again, it's hard to win on the road. But Purdue lost to a rugged Rutgers team that could really battle them down low. I think Ohio State's going to attack them a little differently. I think their bigs can get Edie out of the paint on offense, open up that lane a little bit. Ohio State rebounds the ball well. That's important against Purdue because of their size. So I think the matchups there for Ohio State and playing at home, laying only a point, I'm going to go with the Buckeyes in this game. Yeah, this is going to be such a fascinating game, and I always think that it's so funny when people are like, well, they lost last game. They're certainly going to bounce back here. That is a <laughs> narrative that I could never really buy into. I really wouldn't want to lay much more than about one, one and a half like we're seeing right now. But I'm in agreement with you. I do like Ohio State to be able to win outright on their home floor. And I think that you just took the money line and you're not even going to mess around with the points. Yeah, I, when it's one or one and a half, a, a lot of times I'll, I'll just go with the money line because a lot of these games do come down to the end. But yeah, I went with the with Ohio State on the money line here. Absolutely. I cannot blame you there because you just never know when you're going to get that just random team is <laughs> down by buzzer. four. They launch one up from three and it lands one. So <laughs> I don't blame you there. And I think that you've got one other game on the card. Is there anything else that you're really looking at? Yeah, this Rice-Louisiana Tech game, you know, uh, don't look now, but Rice has a pretty good basketball team. They're 11-3. Now, they haven't played the toughest schedule in the world, but they played hard at Texas. 
Uh, you know, their three losses are away from home to Pepperdine, Middle Tennessee, and Texas. Not bad losses. Playing well at home, this got to be a fast game. Two teams that love to get up and down the court. I just like the way this Rice team is playing. Uh, they remind me a little bit last year of UNC Wilmington when Wilmington went on that run. And every game you looked and the, the number, you're like, boy, this this number is, it, it looks weird. I think Rice is still in that in that range. Uh, you know, they're laying two, two and a half in this game at home. Louisiana Tech has some t- bad losses on the road. You know, I think in a, in a game that Rice likes to play up and down the court, their three-point shooting is going to be the difference here. So small favorite at home. Give me the surprising Rice Owls. Yep, and I'm seeing a total right around 153 and a half, 154. You mentioned it. Both of these teams, they're in the top 50 in terms of possessions per game. Rice leaves something to be desired on defense. Certainly terrific on offense. So I like the over in this game personally as well. And what I also like is you coming on the show, Tom, because you do absolutely amazing work at Action Network. Always do appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks a lot for having me. Have a good night. Always great to get Tom Casali aboard. And while we were talking to him, along with Mark Drummiller, who does great work at Yahoo Sports, he joined me a little bit earlier in the hour. We came upon our VEASAN pro tip for our number one, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. For all these, you're able to sort them by show and by sport. We've got two games remaining in college football this season. Obviously, the big one between Georgia and TCU, but also the FCS championship. And if you haven't bet the FCS, don't feel like you have to force up a play here. We've got plenty of action in NBA, college basketball, and that national title game. Stick with what you know, and we're going to stick with what I know next. Coming up next, we're going to be talking some college basketball with my DK Nation pick here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.